Hey, Hair Game listeners, I'm your host, Eric Taylor, and I dragged Donovan into my office to help me do this interview. Hey, everybody. So, why did I drag you in my office? Well, it's that time of year again, Eric. It is lookbook season. That's right. This is Craft Lookbook 2019. For the last four summers, Dre Hair, who does my hair, has a studio at Salon Republic called Craft, has put on a party called Lookbook, Craft Lookbook. And every year, it's been getting better and better and better. Now, I didn't go to the first one. Okay. Was last year your first one? Yes. Okay. I didn't go to the first one, but I've been to the last three. Um, I got involved, Salon Republic got involved, helping him uh, put it on. And so we are now all in on Craft Lookbook. It is like, I feel deeply responsible. (laughs) (laughs) It is a fantastic uh, place for hair education, for people to meet other people in the industry. And it just gets bigger every year too, not just better, but bigger. Yeah, so this year, um, and by the way, Dre is kind of the, this is his brainchild. So he comes up with all the, the various things to do during the event. This year, it's gonna be off the charts. So I, I haven't even gotten my mind around everything that's gonna happen, but it's essentially going to be around a carnival theme. And there's gonna be carnival games that are hair based. Nice. So, yeah. So, did you know any of this? No, this is all new to me. This is exciting. So, like, balloon pop. <laughs> okay. Ring toss. Okay. There's going to be, like, dry the mannequin head. Okay. You know, and various games related. Pin, pin around... the extension on the on the mannequin head. Maybe. That'd be I'll, good. Although, I don't know if that's actually one. So, if people show up... <laughs> Sorry, I was just spitballing. One... <laughs> I was just brainstorming. There's so many options. There are. So, he's come up with all these things. And, actually, he also wants me to be on one of those... Dunk the tank things. So you, yes. Yeah. Dunk tank. Yeah, dunk tank. Okay. So so you line up, you grab the ball, you try to hit the thing, and then I get dunked. Yes. Uh, and I agree to do that. But good, anyway. Good. So there's also going to be tons of classes. Of course, all of the uh, hairdressers that you guys know and love are going to be there. There's going to be a hair jam, um, and there's going to be a lot of big name influencers who are going to be judging the hair jam. Okay. Uh, there's going to be something called like a hair royale. It's going to be this whole deal, and it's over two days. Yeah, it, that's new right now. It's that two is, days. Yeah, because the last couple of years have just been one day. And by the way, that was a long ass day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for me. Oh man, because I'm essentially working it. Yeah, but uh, really fun for everyone who was there. So this year it's going to be Sunday, July. I'm sorry, Saturday and Sunday, July 13th and 14th. Um, there's going to be largely classes, I believe, on the first day, largely fun and carnival stuff on the second day, okay. and it's going to be a ton of fun. So, for more information, you can go to my Instagram, Love Eric Taylor, or you can go to uh, Lookbook Craft Lookbook K R A F T Lookbook on Instagram to get the information. Okay, uh, let's do our Podloot giveaway, and because Donovan is here for the Podloot giveaway, uh huh. I'm gonna give you the honors to choose the name. Wow. Yep. Okay. This right. is, Here's the bag. This is intense. All right. So this week we're giving away an LED ring light with tripod and carrying case, 18 inches. Awesome. Don- Donovan's choosing. And the winner is Lana B Star. Okay. So Lana B Star, DM me at Love Eric Taylor on Instagram. And we're going to send this thing to you. At the end of this episode, I'll tell you what we're going to be giving away next week and how you can win that. 
Now to Olivia Smalley. If you guys like this conversation with Olivia, OMG Artistry, go back to episode 62 where we covered different aspects of Instagram. That was our first conversation with Olivia. This is our second. All right. Olivia, this is part two. Part two. We said we were going to do part two. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes, I did. And I forgot to ask you the hair horror story, by the way. So I'm just giving you fair warning that at the end of this episode, I'm going to require a hair horror story. Like okay? a color correction? Could be horse? anything. Could be anything. Okay, but we're not there yet. Okay. I'm just trying to scare you in advance. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about, I'll tell you what, last time in part one, we started with the um, viral video that you shot with the, with the hair, right? Curls, yeah. Why don't we start talking about the world's record egg? Wait a minute. Right? I am so glad that you're bringing this up. So as per last week, I, you know, we all saw the egg kind of coming through, which was like an ingenious, like unique tactic. And the one thing that I loved about it was it was almost like a harmless way of the community, like really getting behind something. It's an egg. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I love the uniqueness of it and from that there has been so many marketing campaigns that are like piggybacking off the fact of this egg. So for instance, last week I told my assistant, I go, we're going to make a video of me cracking eggs on your head. She's such a good assistant. I love you, Jenny. You're the best. She's always down for whatever. Um, I was, we're gonna do like an egg mask like for your face for your hair and we're just gonna crack it and like make another viral video right well I saw another artist do something oh. with like an egg hair mask and you I was like scooped. and I was like I can't do it it was the day of you, that we were getting ready to film it I saw it that morning I wouldn't be surprised if that was a hair game podcast listener who I'm listened sure to the was. episode when you said about viral video it's about yeah it's about being piggybacking fast. and fa it's You're about so speed. Right. You're and, so right. And then I said something about like uh, not being afraid or something. But yeah, you got scooped. But that's a really good idea. Yes. So the interesting thing about the world record, it's, it's world record or... For the most I, likes on Instagram. Most the, photo no, likes. But the handle itself is world oh. record egg. Is that correct? Yes. World record egg with underscores in between, in between those words. Each. Yep. But did you see that the egg is hatching? Yes. Yes. The egg so it's is like evolving. Yes. So it's like they're creating like a storyline with this. Right. And people are like, the egg is hatching. You <laughs> yes. know what I mean? Like, right. I know. I love it's, it. It's brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. of course, people can learn a lot from it. Yeah. I have a question for you that's specific though, because I'm a little confused. When you, um, there's a lot of people, especially uh, people with big accounts out there, yeah. who have put in their profile, world record egg. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you noticed that? No. So if you type in world record egg and you're searching for that. <gasps> Mind blown. All of these things, accounts all of these accounts come are up. Are getting like FAMO from the connection, the correlation in freaking genius mind blown. So just um, case in point, trendy, right? Yeah, totally. World record egg is trending. Yes. So, and I'm talking about accounts with quarter million, half a million, 700,000 followers. I'm doing it after we're done with this podcast. Are wiping their profiles and putting world record egg, hashtag egg, 
hashtag world record egg. Wow. That's crazy, That's right? That's so powerful. That is so powerful. And you know what? I'm waiting for the next like egg situation because I know it's going to happen soon because again, they're going to piggyback off of the idea of how much attention the correlation of the egg was. Like, amazing. Yeah, amazing. But of course, there's probably lots of people out there trying to do whatever, bike wheels or hat or something. And when you get a bunch of people trying to do things, you get a bunch of noise and then the attention is dispersed. dispersed. Yes. And then it doesn't focus like it did the egg. Yes. It's so much about timing, isn't it? Yes. Like there was nothing like the egg and then there was the egg. Yes. Absolutely. The disruption. Disruption. That went everywhere. Yeah. In Literally, I was seeing on my Explorer feed it everywhere because guess what? I kept clicking on it. <laughs> so the algorithms were like, oh, you want to see more about this egg? Yes. And then I started seeing everybody's recreation of it. And I started to follow the story because of the unique marketing aspect of it yeah. and how we can learn from it and adapt to have an egg situation in our own world. Right. So Exactly. In our own worlds, like in our salon. In our industry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, something something people can actually get behind. It's a group effort. So like, think of the challenges, right? Like they, everyone was having these challenges, challenge. It's because it's just a fun way to like engage with your community of people socially in person. Do you remember when they did like the mannequin challenge yes. and everyone was doing the mannequin right. challenge? Like right. people were getting behind Remember the ice bucket challenge? Oh, yeah. Like all of these. I, the I feel ice like the bucket, ice bucket was like the original. The ice bucket, I think, was, but but because there, it was for you know. It was for for the cause. Yes. Whatever the cause was. Yes. And, and these things tend to work, and people tend to give give them their attention because they don't necessarily benefit any one person or company, yeah. right? Like, if you did the Olivia Smalley challenge, right? Not everyone would get behind it because they'd be like, oh, Olivia's just trying to get attention, you know, attention yep. and shameless promoter or whatever. Uh -huh. the, the egg works because it's just an egg. Yeah. And the guy behind the egg was anonymous until he wasn't anonymous. Yes. Right. And I started to read that article. He's a young kid. Yeah. Yeah. Super young. I didn't read the whole article. I, I yeah. should have done that. I, I know. <laughs> I, I was grazing through um, my feeds. So. Yeah. Pro tip. Pro tip. Can I give a pro tip? Yes. Okay. So what I do now is I have something called Google Alerts and I actually have uh, a Google Alert for my name, yes. Olivia Smalley, uh, OMG Artistry. I have it for Instagram, Instagram algorithm, Facebook and Facebook algorithm. So what it does is Google Alerts actually scours the internet for those keywords and I get uh, a daily notifications in my email of all of these articles about Instagram, Facebook, the egg situation, anything that has like an algorithm to it um, or even like, uh, oh, I also have a uh, new Instagram feature as a keyword. So if you guys really wanna know, how I'm getting all my information, it's from these Google Alerts. That's and I'm always getting updated every single day. It's every day. I've been doing Google Alerts for years on myself, on Salon Republic, on a few whatever else's, and it gets big fast. Yeah. I mean, I've got tens of thousands of Google Alerts in my Google inbox. Yeah. So y you've got to manage it, mm -hmm. you know? If it's you go, true. If you go too it wide. It gets overwhelming. Yeah, if you go too wide, too general, yes. you can get overwhelmed. But 
very good pro tip for people who definitely want to keep their eyes on what's going on. So a lot of um, the articles with the water bottle curls, they actually, like the way I found out that the New York Post reposted uh, my article or talked about my article for the water bottle curls was through a Google alert because it said Olivia Smalley. I actually even put on water bottle challenge, which was the name that I made up because people were using that and maybe not my name. Right. Because they were talking about other people that were doing the water bottle challenge. Super pro tip. So that's how I found out how many different articles were being set out because of the alerts. Right. Love it. Okay. So this is a part two. We did a part one. Yep. In part one, we talked about the Instagram algorithm. We talked about engagement, commenting, responding, you know, uh, pretty soon after you uh, do a post. We talked about stories, we talked about live, we talked about IGTV, um, we talked about YouTube, email marketing, personal branding, Facebook, and promoting ads on Facebook and Instagram. There's something I want to ask you about in that list, almost like an update. Mm -hmm. um, IGTV. IGTV seems to have changed in the way that they are treating it. Have you seen the same thing? Yes. What, are you what happens when you first log on to your Instagram now? At the top, it says like a recommended IGTV to you. So Instagram, like they know IGTV is not getting the attention that it needs, but they are going heavy on IGTV. Like in this upcoming month, so if you guys are not on the platform, you need to get on it immediately. Um, to follow up what we were talking about with IGTV, to get on the popular page is to use IGTV. And the reason why you wanna do that is if you guys go to your Instagram pages, after you're done with this podcast, you're gonna to go to your popular page and the first thing that when it's gonna say, say and, and some people may know that as the, the explore, explore page, page okay. the search page. Yep. Well, I know it used to be like the popular page, yes. right? But it's the explore page. If you look at the right hand side, it's gonna say IGTV recommended for you. That's right. So if there are people online that are not utilizing the platform as much, you are more susceptible to show up on the explore page. Side note, popular page. Yes. Olivia lives on that little piece of real estate on my Explorer page. Really? You do. Stop. Yes, you do. You do and maybe two or three others that are on IGTV regularly, who are Salon Republic hairstylists that I follow regularly. I swear to God, you're on there 50% of the time. Really? Yes. That's amazing. I mean, constantly. Like, ridiculous quantities. I do quantities. Post a lot. Like, on IG... A lot meaning, like, maybe, like... I would say, I would say like every other week, maybe. Yeah. Which I think is a lot. Every, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry, no, you no, post ahead. on IGTV every other week only? I don't know, maybe like every week. I don't have a posting pattern for it, but if I have like a really good video that I can format for, you know, vertical, I post it immediately. Actually, what I've been doing a lot of that people are so intrigued by is I'm doing a lot of screen recordings of how I edit my photos. Um, <laughs> I have like a thing of like deleting people out of photos and it's uh, using Facetune. Okay. So I did a full tutorial on how to like get rid of things in the background, okay? People were like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I do a lot of like apps, so 
there's this one app that I use and basically I teach you through a screen recording of how to do a, a icon for your story highlights. Okay, it's just a tutorial. I just, if I'm, do, if I'm making it yeah. for my page anyways, I film? might as well screen record it and Love show it. you exactly how I did it, repurpose it for IGTV. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. yeah. So, I, I have, uh, yeah, so the, the white space that we were talking about before, um, I think, definitely applies to IGTV. Instagram really wants to make it successful. So everybody listening, do something vertically and put it on IGTV. And, and, wh and what's to say that, I mean, I'm not causing prediction here, but like that IGTV is gonna start showing up in the feed. Like why not? You Probably know what I'm saying? Will. Like to be on the feed, but if you're already on the platform, you're more susceptible to show up in the algorithms same way that the people that were on stories first are now always showing up as first because yes. they were on it first. Right. They were the ones to continuously get a hold. So the algorithm, you kept posting, you kept tagging, um, you kept clicking on them. So now they're there. So get on it before everyone else gets on it. That's right. <laughs> go where the people don't go. Exactly. But I, let's back up. Let's do a record screech. <laughs> Backing up. Beep, beep, beep to the whole point of Instagram and what Instagram wants. So let's reverse engineer how they look at it, right? Insta Instagram's asset is everyone's attention, right? What they want more than anything is for everyone to have an Instagram account and then after they have an Instagram account to spend as much time as possible on Instagram, right? And the way that they do that is they try to determine what you wanna see and then feed you what you want to see. Yes. That's it, right? Yes. So that's the basis of the algorithm, right? I think Al uh, Instagram actually came out and said something in response to um, this 7%. Uh, the shadow banning. The, well, no, no, not the shadow banning. Well, it might be it part of the same thing. Yes, it's, okay. it's in the same few articles, alerts that I've been reading. Okay that they don't hide your posts. Right. And then it's not 7%, right. Okay, so for everybody listening, if you hadn't heard, a bunch of rumors coming out saying that Instagram only shows your content to 7% of your followers. And Instagram came out and they said, the feed shows the posts in the order of the accounts that you tend to interact with the most, right? That means, that you should see all of the posts from the account that you're following eventually, assuming that you have the patience to scroll all the way down. I think we're reading the same articles. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this down on the way over here this morning. So, um, okay, so basis of algorithm. I think we're all in agreement, and you can disagree if you want. Um, you, may, you may know more for sure. Um, but the algorithm is based on the relevance of the post. Yes to what uh, Instagram believes people want to see. Yes. Timeliness mm -hmm. matters. Yep. You know, when something was posted, if it was posted days ago, it's less likely to show up on the feed. Absolutely. The time of the post. The time of the post would the be when, so if there's people more active three o'clock on a Sunday, yeah. you're, more, you're gonna have more eyes. So okay. if you're posting in the middle of the night, you're yes. not gonna you're not gonna rank because nobody's gonna be watching it. How's that different than timeliness? Uh, 
maybe how fast you respond. Don't I don't know what that one is. I don't either. Okay. Uh, okay, engagement, which is just popularity right. posts. Of we course. all know that one. Yes. Commenting. Yes. Bookmarking. Yes. All that. Um, direct shares. Yeah. Part of engagement. Right? Yes. Huge. Uh, profile searches. Right? Yes. How many people are going to your profile? Totally. That matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then history of engagement, right? Right. If you are notorious for utilizing the platform, the algorithm will reward you for being social on social media. Who would have Amazing. thought? Amazing. So if you hate Kim Kardashian and you don't want to see her anymore, stop clicking on her pictures. Yes. 100%. Okay. So what has changed since we talked about last? Um, I have just noticed that Instagram, right, it's called Instagram. Okay, Insta is the instant, right, of actually like posting in the moment. So they are looking for extremely organic, relatable content. So what I've noticed coming from a, uh, a brand standpoint, as a stylist standpoint, I feel like the less production value of your video, the better people can like relate to it, okay? Bring it back to my water bottle curls. I was in a bathroom, like with terrible lighting, like there was a shower in the back of it. I'm using a water bottle with my blow dryer. I could have been anyone in that moment. You know what I'm saying? And it was very relatable. So that's what Instagram is looking for is like this relatable content Almost that is spontaneous. Yes. Yes. So um, UGC, user-generated content, um, that is very authentic. So don't think that you know your iPhones and your or your Androids are like, oh, I, I can't use that. I can only use a professional camera. Well, actually, like I prefer to use a professional camera only for the sake of the actual color of the hair, right? But if you're using an Android or an iPhone, it's not it's not a bad thing that you have it because you're not really using or you don't know how to use a camera um, for production purposes. It comes off as more authentic, you know? Yep. So what I'm doing now, this is my secret. Yep. Um, <laughs> what I'm doing now is with all of my video content, I am now introducing myself as well as the model in the beginning of my video because I feel like the one thing that my Instagram is lacking right now is voice, okay? I want people to connect my voice with my face. Like the popularity of voices coming out of faces right now is huge, okay? So in my videos, I'm saying, um, we have such an incredible color correction today. I'm sitting with my girl, Ashley. We're gonna bang this out and give her like a beautiful balayage with golden locks. Are you ready? Let's go. And then we go into like the step-by-step -step of it. So I would post something like that on a Sunday or a Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because the problem that we know is a lot of people listen to their videos on mute. Right? So that type of video, I would need to make sure that I'm captivating it during the time of captivation, which would be when people are home. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, so, but I feel like it's very important to speak. Hence okay. why podcasts are so importante. <laughs> okay? Si. Yeah. See. Si. Okay. Have you ever thought about captioning your videos? Oh my gosh. You literally, yes. I lost my train of thought, but yes. 
We're captioning. We're on the same level. Yes. Yeah. To the point now that yes, I do caption my videos as in I'm using this toner, I'm using this toner, like that's how I capture my videos. But like, if I'm gonna start speaking, I'm gonna need to start captioning it. Like at the very bottom, like kind of how you guys have with your advertisements for the podcast. Okay. I'm gonna need to know that app later. Yes, well, uh, the, the app is called Donovan. <laughs> Post-production, that's what it's called. That's right, it's called Donovan Knows How to Caption. One thing we didn't get into very much last time in part one, was hashtags. Let's talk about what hashtags are for and then let's talk about what to do about them. We all know that hashtags are searchable. So if you type in, if you add a hashtag hair painting, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody goes in and searches for the hair painting tag, you're gonna pop up. But of course, the more popular tags, they get populated constantly every millisecond and so if there's 40 million hair painting tags, yep. unless someone is searching for hair painting, two milliseconds after you post the picture, you're gonna be so far down in the hair painting feed that nobody's gonna see you. What, what else can hashtagging do for you? Okay, so taking a step back, hashtags are categorized of the relevancy of that actual photo so i let's even talk about like i go to hashtags for even travel like when i'm going to certain areas like i would type in like barcelona to see like different areas i'm looking at hashtags now as like a google search you know so yes. like let's say for instance like even if I was a client and I was, I'm just gonna, I always say like hashtag balayage. I'm looking up hashtag balayage for like inspiration for photos because that's the most relevant because Google, like they don't populate it as, as often as like an Instagram page would, which is instant, okay? Um, so you're getting more of that idea. Okay, so I'm using it as a Google search now at this yes. point. Um, moving forward from there, I feel like hashtags are just this necessary evil that we have to do in order to become searchable to people that aren't necessarily following us yet. Okay, I think they're ugly. I don't like them, but we have to use them. One thing that I do, pro tip, one thing that I do is subliminal hashtagging, okay? So I have uh, four hashtags that I always use first for every time that I start, okay? So it's hashtag Olivia, Olivia Smalley, hashtag OMG Artistry, Blonde Specialist, and Social Queen, which is what the Cosmoprof team calls me. So now when people introduce me, they now, A, know my name is Olivia Smalley, because not a lot of people did know that because I was always promoting the OMG artistry. So they say, yeah, that Olivia Smalley girl, OMG artistry, did you know she's a blonde specialist and a social queen? Because people are reading your hashtags. If you wanna be known for something, if you wanna be known for a specialty, subliminally hashtag. So if you wanna be known as like an extension master, make sure you're always constantly posting that because people will actually introduce you that way when they introduce you to their friends. Okay, when you say subliminally, yeah. are you talking about at the end of your caption, beginning of your caption, in end, your caption? End of your caption. So end of caption, yes. so, so get it out of the way. Yeah, end, end of your caption is where I always put my hashtags. Um, but it's the first four each time. So if I'm gonna break down caption, I tell a story, I tell a formula, I ask a question, and then I put my hashtags. That is my 
that's what I teach in my classes. That is my complete concept for um, like a formula for captioning. I tell a story about the situation at hand. I tell my formula how I did it. And then I ask a question like, would you rock this rose gold? And then I do my subliminal hashtagging on top of my other hashtags. Okay. Let's talk about the other hashtags. Okay. Yeah. okay? Yeah. So I go through a series of different hashtags of tagging locally. So even like high schools I tag, um, uh, I'm in Miami, so Miami Music Week is down there a lot. A lot of people are flying in, they want braids, they want glitter in their hair. So um, in your area, if you do have something like, you know, if you guys are out in LA or Palm Springs and it's Coachella, like make sure you're hashtagging Coachella around that time because there are a lot of people flying in. Um, I use popular- Even if it doesn't have anything to do with the content of the picture. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, right. if it, I would obviously, I would make it relative though. Like okay. it, it would be something like festival inspired and then you'd be tagging like Coachella. Okay. And the reason we're talking about these types of hashtags that may seem unrelated is because they are categorized in the algorithm. And so for some lady who is, has a lot of Coachella related content, you may pop up in her explorer page. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for instance, like, let's talk about like hashtag Coachella. So what I would do is uh, if I was doing my client and I wanted to create like a festival inspired look and I live in Palm Springs, let's say like, I'm going to create this look and I'm going to hashtag all things Coachella because if I'm in Palm Springs, people that are going to Coachella, they're going to see the style and everybody wants their hair done for Coachella. Like right. that's actually one of my girlfriends that went there use the Coachella um, hashtag, and they ended up finding somebody in the area. I'm talking and got about their hair somebody done. who's living in Toronto. Yeah. Using the Coachella hashtag just because it's trending. Well, but but that's the cool thing about Instagram. It's not that I'm necessarily going to go to you as a hairstylist, but I might follow you. I might interact with your page. I might say how much I love that photo. I might share that to my friend that's going to Coachella. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it. I recommend always doing um, relevant hashtags to whatever the style is. Okay, sure. Instagram rewards that. Instagram rewards uh, being relevant in your post. How do they know that? They are so damn smart. They know the difference between a dog and a cat, you know, because if you look up hashtag dog, you're not gonna see a cat on there. Think about it. Okay. They're getting smarter. Okay. It's, it's kind of scary. Um, Anyways, so another thing that I do is I do use more populated hashtags that would be um, hashtag balayage, right? Like I would use that. Okay. I maybe not use it on every single post uh -huh. um, because I want to be, make sure it's a balayage, okay? And then I'll use something that's like a little more, like less than like 100,000 likes as well. Um, 100,000 tags. Uh, thank you. Yes. Like a hundred thousand people actually hashtags, right. whatever that. Right. So less popular. Yes. Meaning that if somebody searches it, so you're going to have gonna, more views. Yeah. You're yes. going to last longer near the top. Yes. Okay. So let's look at, um, hashtagging as like a raffle. Okay. So if there is a raffle for hashtag volumes, right? Like that's the TV. Everybody wants to win the TV. Okay. Yeah. But then you have like a canoe trip off to the side would be like the less populated. Well, that's a really cool canoe trip and you might be able to get on this canoe trip to like wherever. 
you're not maybe necessarily going to show up or be able to win that TV because that's where everybody's at. But, but you might get on the top. You might get on the top because your photo is just that great mm -hmm. and you'll get discoverable. So you might win the TV. Yes, you, use you might back. win the TV. Right, but that's why you should do both. Right. So Because you could actually be on the canoe trip yeah. and win the TV. 100%. Oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> so true. Yes, you could win both you because win both. you're taking that ticket and you're putting it in, in the bucket. Right. You're putting in the big. And that's another thing too. The m consistency online with posting. The more you post, the more content you create, the more stories you make, you are going to win, okay? You're going to start working with different brands because they're gonna start seeing you consistently. You're going to have clients sitting in your chair the more consistently you post. You're, people are going to start following you the more. So you keep posting, you're gonna win. Right. I'm not done with hashtagging though. Yeah, continue. So do we hashtag, you know, the the big brands, you know, modern American, yes. hairbrain, everybody, everybody, everybody down the line. I'm sorry if I missed somebody. Yes. I always make sure that I tag media and distributors. Like I would use like hashtag Cosmoprof, for instance. Let me let me break this down to a granular level. It's the same thing with if you're making a video about I would, for, for video or photo, I would make it brand specific. One brand specific. Okay. Because if they are competitor brands, well. neither of them are gonna post it. Okay. So let's say you're using like a blow dryer from one company, but they also sell that shampoo. Ah. They're not gonna post it. So you have to be singularly brand specific if you are looking to get reposted, okay? okay. Same thing goes with media, right? Like media wants to feel special. So like, for instance, like let's use Modern Salon as like an example. Like maybe that month I'm going to be so Modern Salon focused that I'm making sure that I'm only tagging Modern Salon in that actual post. Okay because they want to feel special. They don't want to feel like, oh, this person's just looking for attention. No, we have a loyalist here. They really love us. So hashtag them, and then whatever the picture of the video is, actually tag them in that. Let's do one even more. Make sure you're tagging Allison or Jamie or Maggie, like in your actual, learn the editors, learn the people behind them. They're the rock stars behind their Instagram pages. And you know, there's a few people that actually run the Modern Salon page. So you have to get their attention outside of where this big platform is called Modern Salon, you know? So true. These are people. Yes. Modern Salon is not an algorithm, yes. right? These are people who are on Instagram, they're flipping through, they have personalities, they recognize what they're seeing out there and they see, you know, some things regularly and sometimes they don't. Yeah. And if you get yourself in front of them regularly, yes. that could benefit you. And create relationships, yes. you know, like never ask to be reposted, ever. It's not kosher. What I do, what I make sure that, for instance, like if I wanted to work with a brand, get a media company to notice me, I make sure I engage on their page. Right. It's kind of like walking up to you and being like, hey, can I have five bucks? I don't even know you, dude. Like, so you have to make sure that like, you know, maybe you compliment your outfit. Maybe, you know, you guys get to know each other. Yeah. Get to know the people on the page and 
and really hone in on the your engagement towards them. Absolutely. So go to Modern Salon and Jamie's doing posting. Comment on a lot of them. Jamie's going to see. Jamie's a human. Right. But it's kind of like with you engaging on their page, it's like, wow, we like, thank you. I feel like it's very hard to get like comments nowadays, like follows nowadays. So like people really definitely, uh, the people that are behind these pages really appreciate constantly. So even if they do something in their stories, DM them from the stories. Especially the brands. And and I hate to to put Salon Republic up against those because we're so much smaller, but it's the same for us. People assume that just because it says Salon Republic, we're a faceless, nameless brand, and so they're less likely to comment. My posts get endless comments, but Salon Republic will have 50,000 views on something and we'll have like 20 comments. Yeah. You know, and I talk to people in the salons and they're like, oh, well, you know, you guys are, don't look. And yes, we do. Yeah. And I think modern is the same, Americans the same, they're all the same. They're watching. Yes. Comment. Oh, engage yeah. on a human level, right? Yes. Now, for the record, Mary from Behind the Chair said that they don't care whether someone posts the other, uh, you know, media companies yeah. as a determining factor as to whether they would repost. They're okay with that because they're looking for great content. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's kind of like going to a bar and like all the guys are kind of hitting on you and you don't really care that they're all hitting on you, but maybe like you want to be like, you see that bartender and you're like focused on that bartender, like singularly, you know? So like maybe they don't care, but like it's not a bad thing to get attention from everybody else, but it matters where your individual attention is going. Are we focused on the bartender because we want to drink or because we like the bartender? Because we like the bartender. Got it. Okay. All right. So the bartender is the most popular one you're saying. Right. Exactly. But Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe the other guys don't care if you're focused on the bartender. So like, for instance, like maybe behind the chair doesn't care that we are all looking only at the bartender. They don't care. I'm gonna still try and get with this girl. You know what I'm saying? She's hot. She and exactly. Yeah. You know? But exactly. She's hot. So that picture looks great. We don't care if you're focused on that. Like that looks great. Does that make sense? Oh yes. Okay. Yes. That's a great analogy yes. I just made off the top of my head. Just yeah, now. I think it, it works. <laughs> it works really. I just didn't know but how maybe, you see bartenders. But maybe like whether like if the bartender was like American Salon or even BTC, you know, like or modern or whatever. Maybe they love the fact that you're just honing in on them. That makes so Maybe much that sense. makes them feel really special that you're not looking at all these other people, that you're just solely focused on that person. That makes a lot of sense. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. Is your husband a former bartender? No, he's not. Do you, he, did you he wish that he was? He kids toys for a living. I love him so much. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. When the media companies are looking for things to repost, they've got different places to go. They've got the hashtags. They've got the tags, right? Do you you recommend doing it all, but focusing, let's say, a given piece of content on one of the media companies? Because by hashtagging, I mean, they have millions and millions and millions of hashtags. By tagging in the picture, right, that's different. That's a little bit of white space because not everybody uses the 20 tags in the picture. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Can I give a pro tip? Yeah, let's hear it. So, what I do is um, if, if you guys are posting, always make sure that you share on your stories 
that you posted on your feed, okay? Because it's very important because sometimes people are on stories and they're not in the feed, right? right? Okay. Yeah. But what I do is I tag the brand that I used in the story and then I tag whatever media I'm, I'm poaching, right, at that point because what happens with that story? It goes into their DMs. So if you're hashtagging them, if you're tagging them and you're DMing them, that's three different avenues that you now have for them to potentially see it. Pro tip, because <laughs> people are not tagging, not, not necessarily hashtagging, but, but uh, handle tagging, right? Like at Modern Salon in the stories. Yes. They're not doing it. Yes. I'm not doing it. Okay. You're doing it. It sounds I'm like the pros it. are doing it. <laughs> And maybe the listeners. My little tactics, my OMG tactics that I have. Um, Even more so, I know, I know, I could talk to you for days. (laughs) Even more so with hashtagging, which we did not talk about in our last one, you can actually follow a hashtag now, okay? Yes. That's been since the last year. But I don't think we are utilizing the power of that at all. Okay, think about this. I am encouraging people on my page, you know, all my friends, followers, all that type of stuff, to follow hashtag OMG artistry, okay? If you guys have not followed a hashtag, I want you to test this out. Go follow hashtag OMG artistry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're not kidding. But what's gonna happen when I hashtag OMG artistry in my picture? So you're following OMG Artistry, now you're following the OMG Artistry hashtag. When you're looking in the feed, you may not have seen my picture, but if you're following my hashtag, now there are two opportunities for you to see that picture That's big in time. the feed. That's big time. Huge big tip. time. Okay. Another thing that I do, I encourage people to use hashtag OMG Artistry in their pictures because I want to up the ante on the hashtag OMG artistry. And I will repost you like certain people to my stories and I encourage them to use the hashtag in order to be featured on my stories as just like a thank you. Yeah. You know, like thank you for using the OMG artistry hashtag. Why not? Uh, maybe once a month I'll actually go through my OMG artistry hashtag and I go and I comment on all the pictures that are on there. Thank you so much for using my hashtag. Like, you know, great picture. Um, Whatever, just okay. having conversations. Love that, yeah. love that. So it's it's another way to captivate hashtags that's not necessarily just in your captions. It's actually putting it towards the feed, putting it on stories, everything like that. Boosting engagement. Can we talk one more thing about hashtags? We can, but we're limited on time. Okay. So, yes. I use hashtags in my stories because if you look up a hashtag, yes. You can see the story, yep. and that's how you get more discoverable. We've that's gotten it. pretty good at that. And what's amazing is how many more eyeballs you get on a story. So many Let's more. Let's say you get 500 eyeballs, right? Normally, you put a hashtag whatever. Like ISSC. Right? ISSC, yeah. and it's like a thousand. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. That's and, and major geo, pro tip. And geotag your locations because you'll get more eyes too. Of course, geotagging. This is my own little um, uh, amateur tip. If you work out at Equinox, everybody who works out at Equinox is so into themselves and so into their, their Instagram 
that there's a massive community just around the geotag wherever there's an Equinox gym. So here. drive to the Equinox Park, well you don't even have to do that. Search for Equinox whatever, New York City, Equinox Brooklyn, whatever. Use it as a geotag, or, uh, yeah, as a, as a geotag and you're gonna like triple your eyeballs. It's Get crazy. out of here. There's like people out there searching for the Equinox geotag. That is so incredible. It is incredible. But what's even more incredible is the hair horror story oh, that you're going to tell talk us. about this. How about a this hashtag horror story? <laughs> <laughs> um, what about we talk about my own hair horror story? Please. Okay. Oh my gosh. So I normally, I used to do my own hair. Okay. And I stopped doing my own hair because of this situation. So I actually was foiling my hair and I was in the mirror doing everything. Well, I fell asleep with bleach in my hair. Yes. What time? I was what taking time of it, day was it? It was during the day. It was during the day and I fell asleep with bleach <laughs> on my hair. This was probably like uh, four years ago, I would say. And I woke up in a panic stricken mode and I'm not kidding you my hair lifts like this my girl Amanda she just did my hair two days ago and by the time she was done this was like already done it was only 20 volume and Olaplex like I was already lifted so I'm freaking out <laughs> do you know what my saving grace was tell me I used old peroxide and I was fine. I slept for an hour. So the old peroxide wasn't as potented as what I thought it would be. Interesting. So it was like, it was like shit peroxide. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and, and I didn't even know that. And I was like, cause at the end of it, I was like looking at the, at the bleach and the peroxide and it was like bubbling up in the bowl that I had. Cause I left the bowl. I mean, I just fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God. That's my hair did not fall off. So pro tip, if you don't want to lift, use old peroxide. Literally. <laughs> so really it was a 20, but it was probably like a five. So. <laughs> or, or phrased better, pro tip, if, you, if you're going to do your own hair yeah. and you're going to fuck it up and you're going to fall asleep, <laughs> use old peroxide. Don't fall asleep while doing your hair. Don't do your hair when you're tired <laughs> AF, literally. Um, all right, this has been awesome. A Always. great part two. Yes. And I, I mean, I feel like if we're not done, you know, Marissa's over there like flashing uh, uh, minutes to me, like only five minutes left, three minutes left. I feel like we can keep going. So we might have to keep going at another time. Yes. Where can people find you? At OMG Artistry on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Yes, and you're able to follow the hashtag OMG Artistry, everybody listening. Yes, you can. One of the best pro tips of the episode. Thank you so much. You're welcome, thank you so much. Hey guys, I'm back. Next week, we'll be giving away an Amazon Echo smart speaker, all the better to listen to the Hair Game podcast with. For a chance to win, write a review on the Apple Podcast app or Stitcher.com for those Droid users out there. If you don't want to write a review, then just hit the stars. If you've already written a review on the Apple Podcast app, write one on Stitcher.com and you're doubly eligible to win. See, that's like a pod loot hack. So you've got two names in the bag instead of just one. 
The review has to include your exact Instagram handle because that's how I know who wrote the review. Each week I pull a name and I announce the winner at the very beginning of every episode. You've gotta be listening to win so you can DM me when you hear your name called with your mailing address or your email, whatever I need to send you the pod loop. For complete details, go to salonrepublic.com. Next week's episode will be professional beauty photographer, Eric Ita. Until then, have a great week.